Dun, 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 dun. Wow. Welcome to Lowest Common Phenominator. Uh, I am, as always, uh, one of your hosts, Olivia Haidar. Uh, still no Vanessa this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, st- I'm still in Indiana. But I am joined uh, by my very good friend. Uh, the very lovely Luke Van Tress. Oh gosh, hi. As my special guest co-host. Oh gosh, I and don't I feel special tonight? You are special, buddy. This has been a big night, and it, it's late. It is very late. It's three, but it only feels like midnight. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it is four a.m. It, no, it is. Yes, it is. It's four. It only feels like <laughs> one. Sun's coming up soon. Yes, it is. It is the morning time. Great day uh, for Hay. And we just got back from seeing the 12.30 a.m. showing of Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker! Nine. Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Rise the, of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Uh... And we're gonna we're gonna get into our into our thoughts about that about that movie. Uh, I don't need to get into it because I can tell you my thoughts in like two sentences. Here it is, right off the bat. As I said in the teaser, will JJ take my advice and say the name of the movie in the movie? Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he, he says does the opposite yeah, of the name do, of the movie in the that, movie, which is yeah, that's a classic JJ. So that's instead of an A plus, that's a plus A. It's like he didn't say he didn't say Star Trek into darkness at all in the movie. In fact, <laughs> they never really explained what any of that <clears throat> why that why that title was that way. Star Trek colon into darkness. No, no, I'm afraid not, my friend. Star Trek into darkness. Yes, that is what uh, this movie reminds me of. <laughs> Because uh, so, of the constant and explosions and like that's definitely part of sort it. of photographic <laughs> tension, but not the story tension. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so we saw Rise of Skywalker. We did. We? we saw it is a it is a lot of movie. And uh, how long was it? I actually did not look at the exact time. I it was it was over two hours. Uh, but I two hours is now that's the is, that's the new Hollywood one forty. It really, it really is. <laughs> um, Don't you miss like if you got a ninety five in there once in a while, wouldn't you? I would just uh, give them a, a, a they, slow clap just for the bravery. Imagine if they made a ninety minute Star Wars movie. No, this is a hundred and forty one minutes. So uh, two twenty, two twenty one. Still clocks in at under Endgame though. That's shorter than under Endgame is shorter than uh, the Last Jedi as well. Uh, which was a very long movie, uh, but good. And uh, you have to save room for dramatic <laughs> pauses. Y- yes, you got to learn when to breathe and yeah, kind of have let a l- something set. I don't know that JJ knows how to let something breathe. <laughs> it's not in his skill set. But uh, yeah, we had we had a fun night though. I think overall, I had a good time. There's a high floor for a time spent with you. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's it it generally just a fun time to begin with, no matter what. Yeah, uh, we've been watching Star Wars. We have, yeah, we've been watching. We we tried. I had, you know, I really thought that we might be able to watch all of the Star Wars movies uh, before the the new one, and we fell very short of uh, that goal. How far did you get? Uh, I made it through uh, all of them except for the. Uh, 
Force Awakens and Last Jedi. We watched Phantom together, and then after yes. watching that, I said, I don't want to do this, and I'm an adult, <laughs> and I don't have to, and no one can make me, and I'm not being paid to do any of this. Yeah. And so after... And that's the best of the of After the Boss Nass gave Padme a giant glowing orb, I the said orb to peace. myself, I don't have to do this, so I didn't. And no, I, we watched uh, Attack of the Clones then. We watched... About half of Attack of the Clones, and then I made it through on my own. New Hope was easy. Uh, Last Jedi was easy. Oh, yeah. Solo, I, uh, took me three tries. So you kind of jumped around. I fell asleep a lot. Yeah. And then we watched, uh, we watched most of, uh, Return of the Jedi before we went... To the movie. Because I'd already watched, like, Empire earlier this year, and I'd already watched Rogue One yeah, earlier and, this year. and we have, you know, it's not like we haven't seen all of these movies millions of times, so, it's, you know, it's not like we needed to, necessarily. It's just one of those things where it's like, how often is the is the trilogy going to conclude? How often does the ninth film in any franchise happen? Honestly. And it's not even the ninth film when you count Rogue One and uh, Solo now. Right. Now it's the eleventh. So this, bookmark this, so this is the end of the Skywalker saga, and I want to come back to this, but was this an ending? Was it an ending? Was it, it a good ending? Sure. Was it an ending? I mean, yeah, you know. Endings like, are so hard. Endings are so hard. And ending, it's, it, it, 2019 is the year of the ending. It's the Avengers Endgame yeah. and Game of Thrones and now Star Wars. Now Star Wars. And, you know, like, the, the actual moments of... Impeachment trials. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the end of that presidency. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not. Never mind. Uh, yeah, you know, like, the actual, like, end of the movie, end of the saga moments were, you know, I think they were fine for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, very, very, uh... Mm. You know, it, it's JJ, so he kind of just went back to the well. Yeah, I want to talk about him more, but generally, like, endings, to me, are hard. Yes, I and agree. That's what I have to say about there, endings. There was definitely, it was never going to be an easy job, but mm -hmm. none of these movies were going to be an easy job. They had very big shoes to fill from the very beginning, and it's kind of incredible that we got even one legitimately great film out of this whole in enterprise. Last Jedi is a work of art. It's a it's a ten out of ten masterpiece. It was never and Rise of Skywalker was never going to live up to that. I feel like I feel like that's an unfair uh, expectation to put on it. And so I was trying not to expect it to reach those heights. Last Jedi is a really good movie. It's even self-contained on its own. Yes. How do you feel like it set up? It teed up the plate. If I can use a throw a sports term at <laughs> for episode nine star wars colon the rise I mean, of skywalker i feel what like did he what did where did you feel the trajectory was going before we came in tonight uh i wasn't sure about where exactly this movie would go but i felt like ryan johnson, yeah where was the trajectory of last yeah, jedi telling I, you it was going i feel like ryan johnson did a really good job of having a lot of very interesting dynamics in place and ready to go uh, for another storyteller to work from and grow from. Uh, the whole dynamic with uh, 
uh, Kylo Ren and Hux and the kind of very defeated uh, place that it left Kylo Ren in, I thought was very interesting. Uh, with the you know leaving it with the resistance kind of on the on the mend but uh with hope left and of course you know the the beautiful end of that movie which is kind of just showing the importance of star wars as a whole by showing the kind of hope oh you mean the little boy with the the, with the broomstick it's a beautiful scene uh and so yeah i felt like I felt like it was, he left it in a very good spot. Like there was a lot of different threads that someone could pick up on, uh, and uh, JJ uh, mostly decided to take those threads and throw them in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Not com- not completely. I mean, look, this is going to be more annoyed than I usually am uh, on a low com episode. It's I don't. I'm not a person who tries to be very negative and making art is hard. Putting out exactly. a finished piece of work is an accomplishment all on its own. It's crazy that I they applaud the work this. of ILM and Lucasfilm. Sure, yeah. Once again, like n- near verisimilitude of effects. Yeah, the you know it it generally looks pretty good, uh, and and you know I love the cast. I really do love. Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. Daisy and Ridley Isaac. photographs so well. They are all super hot. John Boyega all... is so cute. I want to pinch his cheeks. And he's and you know he's such a movie star. Poe Dameron. I don't understand what Oscar Isaac's workout regimen is, but it is like he's been working out his chin. Do you feel? Yeah. Me? No, I know what Do you, you mean. Do you feel me on yeah, that? Yeah. He's really <laughs> he's putting in some really great chin work. He's like a he's a he's a sculpture of a man. <laughs> I love love. They cut him in the shirt. His collars don't exist in no, Star no, Wars. Collars, so no everybody's collars. got a permanently flipped up awesome fucking collar with a tiny V. Yeah, and he's rocking that and like doing his own futuristic Indiana Jones desert. Yeah, yeah I like rogue his, his outfit. Desert gear was good. Desert. Desert uh, pose good. Desert pose. But like overall, I don't know. I I felt very. I you know. It's it was it was good casting. They're at that, tri- yeah, that lo- original so I love trio, the cast, and so I don't want to be like I don't, you know. I, and they're I, all very winning, charismatic people yes, outside of the who film. Who are all giving very good performances, it, and they are also admirably diplomatic about their own opinions about the script because they are part of this monolithic culture. Yes, that it's not just ours; it's also Disney. Yeah, and um, it's so cultural touchstone that it's such a dangerous hot coal it's, it's to touch a, like you and know, work with yeah star wars is a it's a big responsibility to take on that challenge and i think all the actors rise to it i love again i i got no no qualms with the crew no qual no qualms with the cast uh and you know jj had a tough job ahead and uh you know but at the at the same time i can't help but feel like uh I was very disappointed with a lot of elements of the film, and uh, it's it's tough because I you know I, I I go especially any Star Wars movie I always want to love it. That's that's how I go in. I want to love a lot of it, but uh, sometimes it Star don't... Wars is about hope. Yeah, Star I'm, Wars is about. I'm a hope. hopeful punk. I want to go in and 
you always want to give them a, a swinging chance at something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, so we haven't really, uh, we, we kind of, we, we've talked a little bit about So if you're it, a little harsh and, today, forgive you, because yes, Star Wars is special and it's sensitive and special place yeah. close to where your heart should be, but isn't. Yeah, and you know, and I, I feel like I might have, uh, I might not have been so hard on this movie if The Last Jedi didn't kind of prove that it was still possible to make a legitimately great piece of art out of this uh, story and it didn't that it that movie really proved how alive uh, Star Wars is in mm-hmm. the present day and how and vital yeah, and necessary exactly and uh, The Rise of Skywalker just it felt like a product and I was not buying what they were selling. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, it was a movie, and I watched the whole thing. Yes, and I, and I had a good time at the movies. Yeah, exactly. We both had a we both had a fun time. We we went to dinner beforehand. You got all dressed up. You you and your girlfriend got all dressed up. Yeah, I did. She dressed like Ray. It was great. You and dressed like Kylo Ren. It was also great. Thank you. She drew a scar on my face. I was very happy about it. Yeah, it was a good um, scar. Wearing costumes is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Sitting in a movie theater in a costume for three hours is very uncomfortable. <laughs> Glad I did not bring the helmet. Good decision. Yeah, that was a good decision. Because uh, you would have just had to take it off anyway. Next time I'm going as Jabba the Hutt, baby. Hey. I just want to touch him. Uh, I just yeah, want to touch Luna him. Be all I over think you. he's gross, but maybe he's good to touch. He might be delicious. Diego Luna is just I, like me. He loves. He's got a text. He's got a texture thing. You gotta. Uh, he loves to touch for the for the people at home. If you haven't, if you haven't ever <laughs> seen some of uh, Diego Luna's interviews from when he was doing press for Rogue One, he loved to talk about how much he wanted to touch Jabba the Hutt, and it's really, really endearing, <laughs> extremely sweet. So highly recommend seeking seeking that out. I can always just recognize like my fellow kids that grew up playing with slime, <laughs> you know, or Gak or what have you. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into like the nitty gritty details of what actually happens in this, uh, oh, can I tell my piece of content? Finish yeah, your thing. No, sorry. Please go ahead. Oh, I wanted to tell my amusing dinner anecdote about how a weird person approached us. Oh, yeah, us that was that was very dinner. weird. I am not good around uh, people in public. And well, you, you handled it like a champ. Thank you. I I unfortunately talk to people in restaurants for a living. Yeah. So it, I was right in my wheelhouse, but uh, yeah, we you know and. Honestly, I was in a costume, and so was Jackie. Yeah, no, you. So if exactly. I did, if I didn't want to be approached, I shouldn't have been dressed like that. It's true. He uh, did just kind of come up out of the blue, though. Right. Um. But I wanted to mention, you know, the whole. Of course, we're in this 2019 Disney spoiler world thing, yes. where. You and, know, people, it's like a mischievous game. <laughs> it's like, am I going to ruin this experience for you with something I've heard on the internet? So he came right. over and wanted to share some of his uh, Ray and Kylo theories because we were dressed yeah, up was... as Kylo and Ray. And I was not stoked to hear about any of those thoughts, especially because... Uh, you know, we're a couple, and he's saying, are we related, and I, um, <laughs> I'm not into that. No, it's weird. I'm not into that. I don't kink shame, but that's not one of mine. No. I have I have plenty. I don't need another. 
Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty much trying to stay out of that conversation as much as possible. He was harmless, but, uh, uh, I'm, uh, probably never going to go back to that restaurant no, again. No, me neither. Well, I'm, I'm going to be going back to California. <laughs> you don't have so. to. No. You don't have to. Maybe they have a franchise out there. Yeah, they I'm might. I'm not going might... to plug them. <laughs> no, I won't either. Uh, so yeah, I want Thank you for letting me share my dinner <laughs> of anecdote. Of course. Uh, we're both, it's 4 a.m., folks, so we're both going to be kind of loopy for this episode. This is a, this is a hot off the presses, uh, instant reaction kind of episode. And I did want to say up front. Thoughts are still congealing. Before we get into too much, I don't know, I actually don't know what I've said so far this episode. Uh, but just in case, uh, retroactive spoiler warning. (laughs) Shit. And that's a big oops. I don't. Did we say anything? I don't even know. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like we're you know this is uh, we're going to be talking about everything that happens. Heavy in the, spoiler. We're going to talk about everything that happens in this movie, and you know I don't know. We neither of us knows when the spoilers will start. Don't happening. listen to this if you care. So yeah, if you care do, uh, about spoilers, don't listen. Ba- until you bounce, see the movie. bounce now, uh, and then return at this point. But you know, like. I figure if you if you like this podcast and you like Star Wars, you're probably going to see the movie opening weekend anyway. So, or you don't care about spoilers for Star Wars, which is understandable. This uh, isn't uh, Knives Out. Yeah, no, exactly. There's no tightly woven narrative here. <laughs> this is a string of explosions from one planet to the next, and it takes place as all J.J. Abrams do within the course of one day. God, I mean, time is it's no so fucking no. elastic. He says we have sixteen hours until this shit all blows up, and fucking they, they go to all this, these planets within already, sixteen hours. It's already draining out of my brain. It felt like they spent an entire night on that planet. On no, they the, said they Carrie were Russell, they Carrie said, Russell planet. Oh, they, no, they were just there. F- well, see, so yeah, he didn't get this. His, is the thing. <laughs> Time is so elastic in Star Wars when you can when you move at the speed of time is hyperspace ela- time travel. Time is elastic in Star Wars, but also this movie is playing fast and loose with any sort of narrative conventions. So uh, if you try to like stop and think about any any one moment in this movie, it kind of uh, starts to unravel. A lot, uh, of, yeah. a lot of Tie Fighters' wings fall off. I want. Movie. I want to know before we really get into the details, uh-huh. as we have been doing. Spoiler warning. Uh, so of course, spoiler warning. Uh, but we have, you know, we 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 talked a little bit uh, on the car ride back uh, to the studio. Oh yeah, I tried not to get too car we, ride back philosophical. Yeah, we both tried. Yeah, we both bit. we both accidentally talked more than we were planning on. But I want to know. How do you feel? Gut reaction, Luke Ventress. Mm. Oh gosh! What do you, what do you think of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker? Uh, better than I thought it was gonna be. Sure, but that's because I thought it was gonna be bad. <laughs> um, endings are super hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop couch. We gotta stop couching this in defenses of. <laughs> Breaking Bad and Steven Universe <laughs> and Avatar The Last Airbender are like the only good endings in any media ever. In The Leftovers. You still haven't finished the I have, 
unproven until I finished it. <laughs> it's a fantastic show, especially season two and what I've seen of season three. Yeah. And Watchmen's really great. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm a target audience for this guy. I like Lost and Damon Lindelof. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, I generally enjoy the kinetic filmmaking of J.J. Abrams. I like Cloverfield. Yeah. I like Super 8. Well, he didn't direct Cloverfield. He didn't? No, Matt Reeves. Oh. Yeah. Well, shit. Sorry, I mean, but it's, I it's, a, it, it's a bad robot thing. I mean, yeah, but uh-huh. like... You know, like I, I get you though. Like I, I like Mission Impossible Three is a good. Oh, movie. MI Three is very fun. Is uh, probably still my. I haven't seen the last two, but probably still my favorite MI Three. My favorite MI. Ooh, it's not mine. You like MI GP better? I think Ghost Protocol is probably the best one. I really loved Fallout. Fallout might edge out Ghost Protocol. Uh, but I just need to see Fallout more. I have not seen Fallout's the most recent. Yeah, Fallout's I've the not most se- recent. I've seen Rogue Nation. Fallout fucking Rogue rules. Nation is great. Rogue Nation rules. Uh, Fallout is a tremendous, tremendous film. Are we turning into a Tomcast? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm in the pocket for Tom Cruise. Let's you know I mean? <laughs> do a series on Tom Cruise. Uh, okay, but back to but yeah, but JJ. I, I, I wanted to talk about. I like how, the first. I like the first start. His first Star Trek. Yeah, and um, I don't think there's anything wrong with him, but he <laughs> did ex- exactly what I expected. Yeah, and some of it works, sure, as per usual, and some of it is just not what Episode Nine needed to be and where it needed to go, yeah. and w- and it wasn't what I needed from it yes. after Last Jedi. And that's what's disappointing. Um, it's got a lot of uh, conclusion problems. It has a lot of um, like Revenge of the Sith problems. It real. I um, I was thinking about Revenge of the Sith hard because we all you know we mentioned this on the teaser episode, mm-hmm. but we both went to see Revenge of the Sith in theaters yes. at, the, at the midnight premiere as well. So it's a little bit of full circle for us and as it, friends. It has all of my favorite jj problems he <laughs> is a mimic yes and he is like a repeater he's like of things and and he is too into fan service and not and and aside from that on a totally different track he has the mystery box problem <sighs> and, and he couldn't even solve his own fucking mystery <laughs> box problem because he got to come back and do episode nine, they had the perfect chance to use JJ the right way in right. episode seven and have him set it all, set up all the pieces, right, right. and then well, I guess they'll figure it out. But then they tried to bring him back to figure out his own puzzle, and, and that's his one of his. He, worst he realized he just built a false fronted facade <laughs> like the town from Blazing Saddles. But he and for some unknowable reason he felt like he had to tear down the wonderful foundations that the last jedi and i can't i just help but feel like he made a concerted effort to at times go out of his way to straight out execute uh plot arcs from last jedi set up by ryan johnson i am nodding i'm my not head trying extremely to, I'm fervently not try, like i'm not trying to call that's out the thing. any that's what's so fucking annoying like, about talking about this movie i don't think it's malicious is that 
I don't want to just keep bringing up The Last Jedi because mm-hmm. we've talked about it enough on this podcast. It's the one that happened previously. It, in my life. it is the one that happened previously, but like so much of and so much of the things that I really, really did not like about this mm-hmm. movie were him things where he is directly negating some of the most important and the best moments of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like and and it's extremely frustrating to watch as a viewer, as a Star Wars fan, and as a fan of the Last Jedi in particular. Uh, it really felt like a slap in the face in a lot of ways. And something, um, one of the core values of Star Wars um, that is very very important to me, and I know it's important to you, is directly contradicted in this movie, and. It's something that I think goes to the heart of the whole divide between what I consider to be Star Wars and what other people who consider themselves yeah. to be a fan of Star Wars consider to be Star Wars. Totally. And it's um, an ethical thing where I think, and I believe Ryan Johnson thinks based on my multiple, multiple viewings of Last Jedi, <laughs> and I know you do from our conversations, yes. Ryan Johnson and I think that... Um, <laughs> A Jedi and a Force user can come from anywhere. Yes. And what is reinforced by the decisions of this movie and by the prequels before them is that it's eugenics. Yeah. And genes. It's creepy. And a master race. It's fucking creepy and and weird. And it's a lineage and it's the Kwisatz Haderach. And (sighs) it makes me very uncomfortable that Rey has to be somebody. Why can't... Luke Skywalker came from nowhere before we right, retconned exactly. an existence like, for him. That's the whole thing. And truly, that's the original. In the way Star that Wars. Star Wars imitates art, imitates Star Wars. Rey came from nowhere until we retconned her coming from somewhere. God, and it really does feel like JJ. JJ this- set himself up a puzzle, and then Ryan solved it by saying. Not you know, not everyone's great, but greatness can come from anywhere, and anyone can be a Jedi, even this little boy with the broomstick. Yeah, and then it comes back to no, 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 never mind. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit. It's all about midichlorians and what's in your blood and who your daddy was, which is not what I want in a fantasy because I got that shit in real life. He literally, I mean. We we mentioned this on the ride home a little bit, but is this is not beat for, not beat for beat Return of the Jedi as much as Force Awakens is pretty much beat for beat a New Hope. Oh but God, isn't it though? It does have echoes on echoes, it, and it does have it's calling in some of it's JJ imitating some of George Lucas's worst habits, uh, such as. Uh, this reliance on uh, parents and he even does he even gets a little bit of his own version of from a certain point of view oh he does do this certain point he does I was literally hoping someone would say from a certain point of view yeah you're because Kylo we also literally watched Return of the Jedi today Uh, your parents are nobodies well they wanted to they became nobodies or so you thought (sighs) you dumb bitch (sighs) It, so yeah, the the big thing is that fucking Ray is Ray is Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter, and 
That's why she's Dracula's so, daughter, baby. That's why she's so strong in the forest. Whatever. I just fucking hate that. Like, there's stuff when about the, there's now when stuff did you, about when this did movie you that know? Did you know when she shot lightning out of her fingers in a dumb way? I mean, yeah, that was like the big giveaway. But like, also, just how they kept saying they just from like one of the very first things. Like, her entire story in this movie is focused on who her fucking parents are. Mm -hmm. Which just... And there's only so many important people that have been in the movies who they could be. So after a certain point, it kind of got narrowed down. And I was like, is it going to be Kenobi? Is it going to be Skywalker? Is it going to be... And then it was Palpatine, which is so stupid. Palpatine, like... When is Palpatine fucking? Is she? Supposed, <laughs> is she are they supposed to be like clones? Like what, they like... never show him with a lady. Uh, no, Padme never. a couple no. times, he, but well, like, she's like fourteen. The only time he has ever made a baby in the canon of Star Wars is when he made Anakin Skywalker. Out of the force. I made my iron baby. <laughs> Which is another stupid fucking Wait, what? thing. It, yeah, that's stupid fucking extended Star Wars canon. It doesn't matter. It's not real. With Palpa- Palpatine yeah, Palpatine and Skywalker? No, Palpatine and Darth Plagueis doing their evil force experiments. They made Anakin Skywalker out of the force. But that's it's, Legends now? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's still... Ex- like... I don't know. It might be Legends. I'm pretty mm. sure it's still canon, technically. I don't know. That's why I don't know or care. Like, that's the thing about me and Star Wars. I fucking love Star Wars. Yeah. I love all the weird little side things about Star Wars. Like, the weird one-off characters and the po background Poe Dameron guys. was a spice runner, baby. Yeah, sure. Like, that's fun. Ooh, like, whatever. Girl. But, like... It's the it's I just don't get hung up on what's canon and mm-hmm. what's you know uh, what what is this person's lineage and all that shit. It just is like to me that is the least interesting thing that Star Wars has to offer, mm-hmm. and that is like what this entire movie is hinging on, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating to me. I don't care about lineage either. I don't care about I, it at all. And I always prefer subversions of lineage or rejections of lineage yeah, are and, always very strong well, in story and to me. Ma- and, and, you know, okay, we've got to put a limit on the number of times that we reference The Last Jedi. But, like, in The Last Jedi, it make, they made so much sense that the bad guys are super focused on what people's lineage is and everything. Uh, and that the good guys don't give a shit the Mm -hmm. good guys come from anywhere yeah like that's stuff that bad guys care about why are you why are you doing this it's fucking annoying but Mm -hmm. yeah so i guess you kind of like you know i do want to say there is stuff that i like that happened in this movie tell me a cool part you liked i mean you know i always like to see billy d williams hey you know he's landonis calrissian (laughs) Oh, you smooth mother. 
I, I haven't really... seen him in a film since The Ladies Man like... in 1997. <laughs> His introduction into the movie was kind of inexplicable. That he's just been kind of living on this random desert planet. Yeah, he's he was abandoned there by Luke Skywalker had PTSD. He thought he was going to be stranded on a desert planet again and left Lando behind. It's so for weird. And they, just, and they just brush over it, and he seems fine. No, he's fucking. <laughs> he's ruling that. He's running it. He's running it, baby. But, but, like, you know, he doesn't really have much. Like, he just is kind of there as moral sports. But, like, I love seeing him. You know, it, it put a smile on my face to see Billy D. I don't want to be. I don't want to be mercenary. And, like, at a certain point, uh, we're going to have to stop, like, analyzing, like, what happened because of who was there. And oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do like, that too much. But, but like,. I you know I gotta wonder about Lando like why bring him in now like now do you bring him in because yeah. like here's my thoughts you bring him in because Carrie Fisher died R.I.P. Queen do you bring him in because Harrison Ford's character is dead do you bring him in because it's the third one and you need Lando for the third one because you're JJ and you're making yeah. Return of the Jedi again I well. Are I, you doing it because it's fan service I'm and you're JJ certain, doing fan service? I mean, like, I'm fairly certain that JJ wanted uh, Billy D to be in The Force Awakens. I, I thought I there was a lot of. I thought there was natural and, room on Canto Bite for Lando Calrissian. That would have been that would have be. been fine, but like, you know, Ryan had his own. He had he had some very set uh, ideas about what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But like, I felt like I remember hearing that. Uh, they approached Billy D. Williams to be in Force Awakens, and he declined. I see. And uh, it came around or yeah, something? Yeah, and, or... and then he started, I think, uh, once they... Well, whatever this... the case, I was very happy to yeah, see I was, him. I was he very has happy so much charisma. Him. Exactly. Love, love he, he's that He's so good on screen. Uh, so nice. Looks good in the yellow he, and navy always. Yeah, he looks great. He He's, uh, you know, got all the charm. So that was Cloud like... Cloud City on Bespin gets a shout-out at the end. There was there was a quick shot of the Superstar Destroyer uh, crash. I guess killing everybody in Bespin by crashing into it. Uh, yeah, the escalation in this Rise of Skywalker is that everything is a Death Star now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of the... Oprah gave everyone a Death Star under their of, chair. Yeah, all of the Star Destroyers have, have Death Stars... <laughs> you, um, but yeah, like what? Uh, I'm trying to think of the positives. So should we? Should we? Do you want to? You liked Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Do should we have a? Should we just do a? Uh, try and go through the plot. I can't. I, I gotta tell you, it's this, so messy. It's, it's so. It was so loud and messy that I can't. I'm struggling to remember beat for beat exactly he keeps what it, it, he keeps it, it moving well. Um, uh, good crawl. Lots of great sure. words in the crawl. Revenge. Yeah. Rage. But then it's setting up the... Palpatine. Yeah, then it sets up the Emperor Palpatine part, which is the other part of Broadcasts the... from outer space. Yeah. Uh, so I... they've got Sith holocrons in this, but they're not Sith holocrons. They're wayfinders. They are basically like the things from Dragon Ball that help you find the Dragon Balls. Right, yeah, it's a dragon ring. And everybody's trying to <laughs> find the Dragon Balls. <laughs> Um, it's and, all fucking MacGuffins. There's like six different MacGuffins in this movie. Oh, there are, aren't there? There's a bunch. Um, and it turns out, well, we didn't know that is before Luke 
ran away, not only did he train secretly train Leia to be a oh, Jedi. Yeah, that scene was weird. Um, that was a deeply, deeply weird scene. Uh, yeah, he did that. <laughs> so it turns out she's been an ass kicking forces with a lightsaber. She had a lightsaber. She made no. She made a lightsaber. She made it, and it was rose gold and pink, and it looked I mean, like an iPhone. It's a good design. No, it was sleek. I but mean, like, it looked like it was hers, but um, a uh, new lightsaber out of nowhere. It's very. I was hoping that, um, uh, well, then she, then Ray does eventually. But yeah, like, so, uh, it opens with Kylo Ren searching for Emperor Palpatine. He's, he's hot on the trail. And I was just hoping, I, I want to say, but like, the, all I saw of this movie before, before it, tonight was. I watched one trailer. Yeah. Because I like Star Wars I and I want to be trailer. surprised and I want to take the movie as it comes to me without an expectation. Exactly. And the, and the first trailer ended with the Palpatine laugh and uh, I love Ian McDermott I'm and they glad. brought him out at like D23 yeah, or he, he Comic was on, Con yeah he was shit. on the he was on the, the stage uh, mm-hmm. after the trailer and I love Ian McDermott I, and I'm so happy to see him get work I love him how do you think he does I I think he's great. I mean, Ian McDermott is a good actor. I, I don't think have he's a problem. Had the character down for. I yeah. think he's had the character down for twenty years. I don't have a problem with his performance. Yeah, I have a pretty big problem with his existence. I loved his gnawed off bone fingers. <laughs> yeah, like oh, the, those were juicy and yeah, gross. The zombie, like the, it's so like I before the, I was gonna say like before the movie, mm. I was really, 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 really just hoping. And hoping that this is going to be a classic JJ misdirect, and that he's going to make imply that Darth, Pal, you know, Emperor Sidious, Emperor Palpatine is going to be in the movie. They gave up on the Darth really, Sidious shit, even though yeah, he's not really an emperor; did. he's a Sith Lord. Yeah, he's it, just it, he's Sith mainly Lord. a Sith Lord. It, in yeah, this. but they don't say; they never say they. They're so focused on the name. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the whole Sith thing became exaggerated after the original trilogy. Into something yeah. way bigger. Well, there's Sith is never is not mentioned in the he, original trilogy. He is all. only ever <laughs> the evil emperor, and then it turns out he can use the force. Right, he's a force user, but they never say the word Sith. Sith is from the prequels. Sith so was started in the prequels, yeah, or did it is, start in like uh, books, it, it, like a Timothy oh, yeah, Zahn no, book it was, or some it was, shit? It, it was R. A. Like, Salvatore. Yeah, it was like it was like tossed off like lore. Exar like, and what yeah, another? Was, no, tell me those other old guy <laughs> names you were telling me today. Exar uh, the big one though. I nailed that. Yeah, that was a good thank one. You, thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you. But no, like uh, so in this in one, the, he's mostly mostly a Sith Lord. Yeah, in the novelization, they mention. I think there's a mention of Sith, like, but it's never been. Like, it wasn't like a. It wasn't a way to describe Darth Vader, a and competing Palpatine religion in the movies, mm-hmm. and then in the prequels they really played that up, and uh, then they've pretty much uh, ignored the Sith for the new trilogy. Like uh, he mentions that they get a mention in Last Jedi. They don't get any mention in Force Awakens. No, because... I mean, he's a dedicated follower, of, but they just say dark side. Yeah, uh, Kylo Ren is not a Sith. He's a, a member of the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren. <laughs> Who basically just stand around and look, I guess, threatening? Is that how they're supposed to look? They They pose and look really cool. You know what they reminded me of? Are like those guys that you bring out 
like before the fourth quarter at a basketball game that jump off trampolines and then dunk the ball and then the last <laughs> one gets to be the mascot and they support the actual team but they don't really do we anything are kind of like mascots. they just kind of like run and they all toss the ball to each other and then like the last one gets to dunk yeah um yeah they sucked but <laughs> but you know what here's the fucking thing about star wars boba fett sucked Boba Fett sucks in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> it's true. He's but such the a dork. costumes good. It, yeah, and you know what? They're but, gonna improve. They're gonna enrich in the years after when uh, they start joining the Five no. O First and people cosplay as them, and they're gonna I, be looking so rad. Did you like? They're cool designs. Did you like the designs of those? Of I think those? they're very cool designs. They don't I, make any sense story or logic wise, but I think the costumes yeah. and the weapons are cool. I just love. I I love to play D&D and I just love seeing a party, you know, where like I'm the guy with the axe yeah. and I will have daggers. Even though daggers don't make sense, no, you know, no it's sense like, at all. It's like, daggers have no reach as a lightsaber. <laughs> Uh, like if you know if you're gonna be a real team, like one, guy, you should all just have a net or something, like one big net. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. We all run at the Jedi and catch him. That would have been fucking hilarious <laughs> if on the desert planet they ran and we, like we all have one of those things you had in uh, like gym class in grade school, like that multicolored the, the parachute, parachute yeah. that you pull over the Jedi and pull it down. Uh, <laughs> That would have been better. That's how. It, that's uh, uh, what Kathleen Kennedy. This is my sh- uh, <laughs> shout out to you to hire me to write ten through twelve. Uh, I'm just hoping that they just forget about that and just let Ryan Johnson do his trilogy because that'd be great. There's no way that's happening. No, it's no. going to happen. I refuse to be negative and and uh, pessimistic about that. He has said that it's the next thing that he's going to work on. Okay, because they haven't said he's boo never, about that. He's never, he's not stayed quiet. But like when people ask about, it, he's like, "Yeah, no, it's 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 coming." You know, when it happens, it happens. Uh, I, you know. All right. Well, I he's living to... my best life, and I'm <laughs> shooting all of my energy to him to make the movies I want to see. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the greatest living filmmakers right now. Yeah, uh, and he makes movies I want to go see, and really that does. I cannot afford a higher compliment to any living really, person. For real, though. Like, he, I, on, I'm on day one for anything that he comes out with. Here's, what I'm, here's all I gotta say about that. I've seen Knives Out. I haven't seen The Irishman, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, The Irishman's great, though. I, I, uh, I, don't, Irish, I don't have that much time. I highly recommend I'm sitting here podcasting with you thinking like, about how much I don't have the spare time for that. I'd rather be like doing 30, this. I mean, you know, it, it's a good one to, like, sit with, but you could take it in 30-minute seg- segments. Uh, so, the Irishman. Oh, so, yeah. I was really hoping that it was just going to be a hologram or a recording. No, of but spo- spoiler warning. But, yeah, but, no, the very first scene is It's Kylo all Ren. real. And, you know, you can um, say that that's bad, but at least he did it. At least he went for it. (laughs) At least he went for the fences and went big with it. He made a puppet Palpatine. Puppet puppet Palpatine on a string. On the fucking gimbal. Yeah. (laughs) Looking like uh, GLaDOS from Portal, you know, flying around. He's on a GLaDOS arm, yeah. A big uh, armature with a little, a little puppet Palpatine on the end, being, you, being uh, Emperor Palpatine. When they first uh, see, when, when when we first see him, he's like a zombie, and he says, G- "Guess what? It was me the whole time." 
Yeah, he he like made slow Snoke or something. I don't know. So so JJ goes <laughs> out of his way at this point to show that no 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 he's got like a vat of Snoke. yes yes he's got a vat of Snoke's growing in there. He's growing some extras. And, but hold on, the Snoke's can use the Force though. Yeah, he's. Is he was he possessing Snoke as a puppet and making Snoke use the Force? It's the whole very, time? very. Are they unclear. were the clones or genetically engineered Snokes? And why would you make them look like that? What's the history? And why would they what have... does Andy Serkis have to say about this? I, I okay, so leaving aside that, that was that, that was very leaving, confusing. Leaving aside that upon any critical analysis, that immediately falls apart. <laughs> yes. Um. He he uh, says that he's been making the Snoke. And it was him the whole time. He was and every voice in his head. Every voice in your head your whole life has been me, which is some real gaslighting. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, speaking of gaslighting, that's another thing we definitely I want to talk touch on is... J.J. goes out later. of his way to say, uh, Snoke didn't matter. I'll allow you to have that, Ryan Johnson. But not for the reason <laughs> you wanted. Not for a good character reason. But because... Of, yeah, okay, if you look to my bulletin board with my colorful red yarn, yeah. I've made a map of see, clues and you, symbols. Do you see how you thought that you were giving Kylo Ren a beautiful character arc? Yeah, no, no, no. It turns out nothing, it's all related. Nothing, nothing of that. No. It's no. all relative. Uh, uh, that, Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> it's all relative. Uh, and then we, uh, after after that whole, like, that's a whole sequence at the very beginning and then, oh, and then uh, Finn and Poe and Chewie are all on, like, a mission to get I like information how you from the spy. You should always say Poe Lasso. You can have, you can line it up like the Teletubbies. <laughs> and Poe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, you know, they get some fun banter. Uh, the banter is generally okay. It, when You know, uh, it's not... John Boyega's very good John at Boyega. the quick back and forth. I just want to say, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. or not a little bit, all the way, but like his moment during his hug with Ray and Poe. I the think there's a deleted end, scene. He's a fucking movie star. Yeah. Like, he is so good in that moment of like showing like all how much these two people mean to him is so good. He really sold me on what they'd been through more than the movie did. Yes. Uh, and yeah, like, uh, I, I honestly can't remember much about the po. They just get in a little chase, right? It's all kind of noise. He, uh, light speed skips. Oh, yeah, that's like a thing, apparently, where he, like, jumps from place to place with light speed. Yeah, and no, he's, he's, well, he's blind jumping. He's right. jumping with no destination yeah, yeah. and just kind of, like, Hopping. rolling the dice. Yeah. Hoping he doesn't end up inside a planet, and it, it, it just is... happens to be something really interesting every time where a worm's about to eat you every time, instead of just being probably empty space. Right, is what it should be yeah. every time, <laughs> because ninety nine percent of the universe is empty space. Yeah, but all of a sudden he's in like some weird gas cloud with a giant worm. And yeah, and I don't a remember city. any. Of... Oh, one, one of them the was a city. Yeah, one of them was a tunnel, and they knocked. <laughs> like... a... Outed, they uh, light sped skipped, yeah, but like, and it happened that they, they when their rock skipped, they landed, landed in the in a planet, yeah, like, in the midst of a in but the not, atmosphere. Yeah, it just happened to be like a hundred feet above where yeah. it would be really deadly to them. <laughs> yes, 
if they were underground. Uh, That's why you don't light speed skip. Right. But he rolls the dice. He's a good pilot. Because he's the Han Solo of this yeah. trilogy. Well, no, but he's not. He's also kind of the the Leia. I think they did a good job with the original character creation I because they kind really... of like halved the characters and then divided their yeah. main aspects among the new main This three. is how I felt when The Force Awakens came out, that the best thing that that movie did was cast those Hiring three, those three people. Those three people and Adam Driver. Oh, and like God, Adam having because like in the force awakens they don't really have much character none of the none of them are very well defined but this like movie the, leans on him but the so hard actors bring a lot to each of the characters mm-hmm. in the especially in the force awakens and so like you know i i i'm happy to see those guys but yeah adam driver does do a lot of work in this and he's great i love adam driver i'm a big fan he is so good he's such a great actor he's, he really is incredibly good he he is given... jackie just watched marriage story yeah i need to watch that i have uh it's not for me <laughs> i don't want to be that guy i just don't like watching things about real things you live through upper middle class divorce <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why people watch things that could happen when you could watch things that couldn't happen. No, I get that. I like uh, drama. You know, drama's good, though. Yeah, but... And like, also comedy. It's more of a comedy. If you put Adam Driver in a cape in that movie... Oh, I mean, totally. And yeah. then put Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, and you give her some wrist okay, tasers. But, like, real talk, though? Because here's the thing. I, I don't know how linear we're going to be able to be talking about the p- fucking plot of this movie. We've done pretty okay. I think we've done pretty okay, but I, I just keep thinking of other things later on that I want to talk about. Well, you should start getting <laughs> to it now. The... We're further in on our time yeah, than I thought no, but we it's, were. It's fine. Mm. Uh, but... I mean, I'm totally willing to talk about this movie for longer than the runtime <laughs> of this movie. But, like... I've... Well, let's dig into she, it, She then. kisses Adam Driver at the end. Uh, yep. And... Yes, they do. Right on the mouth. Right on his slimy, sweaty lips. Within the bounds of this movie. It's a very wet movie. It is an extremely wet movie, which is to its credit. I actually like the wet stuff for the most part. I knew it was going to be wet because they both had hoods as part of their dry (laughs) costumes, and the movie later became wet. Yeah, she did get a... She has a nice hood. She has a white hood. He has a black hood because she's a good guy, and he's a bad guy. It's true. Or is he? Uh-oh. Yeah, like, I just felt like that wasn't earned at all, and he is is such... uh, Well, because here's the thing. What I... The the best scene in The Last Jedi, which is, again, as we've mentioned, is a 10 out of 10 perfect masterpiece. I can't believe how much we're going to keep talking about it. But It's fucking art, and it makes me cry. It it might be what we both think is the best scene. I don't know if, if you agree that it's the best scene. But it's the post-lightsaber duel uh, in the throne room. Oh, up against the Red Guard? Yeah, where he asks her to join him. There's and an echo of that in this movie yes, a little bit. but like without any of the meaning. And what's so great about... So, what I love so much in, about the scene in The Last Jedi yeah. is that it is... It is some of the most realistic emotions. Real, recognizable human emotions that we have seen in any star wars movie that's so true it is so extremely raw and real and he is being an abusive boyfriend in that scene he is being a shitty 
abusive boyfriend who is gaslighting misleading gaslighting misleading and gaslighting emotionally abusing and uh telling her that she's only got worth to him and nobody cares about you but me yeah like i'm the only one who gets you classic abuser stuff it's you and me versus the universe you have no support structure but me right and in something like star wars like there is a path to redemption for a person like that there is even I could even imagine a path to an actual romance between these two characters because their chemistry in that movie is electric. They have bonkers chemistry it's together. It's incredible. Uh however, uh this film does no work leading up to that. He does no work on himself to recognize like he does some he call, grand gestures and call, things. He calls Harrison Ford dad, but he does which not. Which I've done a lot. Sure, of course, I call him grandpa all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grandpa Ford, uh, but like we're named the dog Indiana. At Kylo Ren, at no point truly makes amends for being an abusive piece of shit, and to have her kiss him in that moment without having him having it done any of the work on redemption mm-hmm. is extremely upsetting and disingenuous to me <laughs> i really did not like that moment at all he comes to the the planet of final conflict which i do not remember the name of it has a star wars name yeah it's got a weird name and they she senses that he's there yeah and then uh well, okay, well, so they're connected. They're connected. I just wanted in, to mention in, in, in Last Jedi, a superior film to uh, Star Wars Episode <laughs> Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. They are connected in a well. Ryan Johnson's a better director, it's so when true. he frames yeah. it and the way he cuts it, it is so emotionally affecting. It's beautiful. And in this one, it is sort of used as a plot to. Like a, oh, the, their force connection. Yeah, their yeah. force connection is used as a not as a character and in a plot device, but like a MacGuffin plot device, like exposition. And yeah, like I found you because of this thing that I have found while we had right. this interaction, not because of. I don't know. It's like, uh, and it gets really physical with it. It's like so now I can. He like took a necklace. Took off a of necklace. Her. Uh, you smashed a podium, and I seen it. Yeah, and I I seen my granddad's hat, and <laughs> now I know that you're in my bedroom. And yeah. I'm sorry I didn't make my bed. It's not. Yeah, it's true. It's not an emotional thing. It is a purely. Uh, it. I mean, you know, it's a plot thing, and, and there's a plot in a different way, yeah, though. Yeah, and no, I know what you mean. Well, because the plot of the Last Jedi is all character based. <laughs> So in Last Jedi, Snoke tries to brush it off and say, oh, I'm the one who hooked you two up. And then in this one, it turns out that they have matched up lineage genetic midichlorians. I have fucking... They're they're not a dryad, which is like a forest nymph tied to a tree. (laughs) They are a dyad, which is like a musical term. Um... It's just too much business. Like, why do we... I, I, I don't... We why? talked about this on the ride home. What's the one rule of the force? There's no, like... It's force don't got rules. Yeah, force is... Force don't no go... Don't give... Don't give name to... Unless you're in a video game, don't give names to force powers. Seriously. Just be like, 
It's the energy is, of life and balance in the so universe between us. This is so. This movie is so video game. A lot of wire it, work in this it, movie. Th- I, this the actually stunt leads work us of the Jedi powers was so much different. Yeah, this actually leads us to the next moment in the in the chronological uh, description of the film, mm-hmm. where it's Ray training in the forest on their unnamed uh, forest planet base. Uh, not Dantooine. No, not Dantooine. Dantooine's all ple- uh, fields and and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, but Ithorians. Uh, I'm just gonna if, <laughs> when I don't know. Okay, so <clears throat> I've never been a co-host on a podcast before, or a host, or another host, or a special guest host on a podcast before. So, um, when from now on, when I don't know what to say, I'm just gonna like use my best, like. Uh, Somewhere, I think my vocal range falls somewhere between Ira Glass and, like, Roman Mars. I'm just going to say a Star Wars word in my best podcast voice sure. for whenever I lose my way in the future. Pinto Pogles. <laughs> we, were t- we were having fun on the way to the movie. I, I, I just love naming all the pod racers. Odie Mandrell. I wanted to say Odie Mandrell. That was, you know, he's my main man. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll get you. With, I'll get you with a symbol, but then I love me some Dugs. <laughs> what's the story there? You know, you don't have to walk does. on your. Yeah, nose. I was kind of hoping that we'd get some. Dug I was looking for some. Finally, wrap up some Doug lore. Go to the Doug planet. Uh, so yeah, but like, uh, we cut from Poe and Finn on their mission to Ray training. She's doing some meditating, some like levitating with rocks spinning around her stuff. Everything's very big. Uh, yeah, she and then she does a flip to the ground. Uh, but like the, a Peter Pan flip. This whole segment and like I got this feeling a few times, especially during the Ray action in this movie. It felt like she was playing Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the video game. <laughs> like there's a lot of uh, platforming. <laughs> And you know it's a bad sign when you see sequences in movies that will later be adapted into rides and video games. Yeah. Those things shouldn't be exist. <laughs> they shouldn't be made like when I watch Toys Attack are of, fine. When I watch Attack of the Clones uh and things like that and I see sequences where they're you know, you're cat and mousing through like stamping machines right. and droid factories oh, and Jesus, stuff. The droid and factory sequence and attack the clones. Oh boy, these sort of absurdities that can't possibly. Yeah. Uh, mm. This is also uh, one of the one of the few big Leia scenes uh, in on this forest planet. Uh, and they did get a few. R.I.P. But they got they had some archive footage from from. Carrie Fisher, I think it... They'd done some production. Yeah, it's either they did some production, or maybe this is, like, leftover stuff from The Force Awakens. I don't know. I would need to do some... They had a good bit, and then they did some, like, walking away in a shroud body doubles stuff. Yeah. and Some I, good body double work. I didn't, like... Uh, I haven't done too much digging into, like, the actual behind-the-scenes of this movie. Uh, and but, you know, really, at the end of the day, you still have to take it as a piece, a singular piece sure, of, of. You still have to stand on its, it's own, just, re- regardless would... of the consequences of who wrote or got story or <sighs> directed. At the end of the day, or uh, was lived to see the production, right. you still have to decide to make a movie that makes sense. Yeah, and and I feel like her scenes 
for the most part, barring a couple major exceptions, generally work. I mean, Carrie Fisher is a fucking legend, mm-hmm. and yep. I, I miss her every day. She's a great, great person uh, who was a wonderful actress, and it was a treasure to have her in these movies. Uh, however, I still don't really quite understand uh, how and why she died. Uh, and uh, in real life or the movie? Well, you know, in in real life, I'll never understand. Uh, that's uh, because life's not fair, right? It's that, a... I could I could answer that one for you right <laughs> now. I tell you, life ain't fair. One of the great mysteries, but uh, yeah, no, you know, like she she gets to give a few good words of wisdom. She tells Ray to uh, not be afraid of herself, which don't is... be afraid of who you are, which makes no yeah. sense at all. Well. In the context of the conversation they were having, until until she remembers it an hour and a half later, like, oh, yeah, now that makes sense. Don't worry. It'll make sense when the time comes. It makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense un- until you find out that she's a Palpatine. She uh, she hugs her goodbye and says, don't be afraid of who you are. Yes, which has never been Ray's problem, really. And it turns Ray out has... that she and Luke knew that she was a Palpatine the whole time. Yes, which and is then lied weird. to her about it yes. and obfuscated. Yes. And everybody's playing this Rachel game. Yeah, man, it's very frustrating. That entire reveal has a lot of baggage attached to it. That it honestly seems like it's not worth the effort. Well, and it, I don't think it's necessary. At it hasn't all. been un- It hasn't been pleasant to unpack with you. I'll tell you Even that. Even if. Even if you desperately, for some godforsaken reason, absolutely must have Emperor Palpatine in this movie, mm-hmm. she does not need to be related to him for any of that, any of the dramatic conclusion to that story to work. None of it matters. No, she could be Nian Noom's granddaughter. <laughs> now that I would want to see. Oh man! Uh, I want to put some butter was, on them was, flapjack cheeks, was baby. I, was, was he in? Was he in the, any of those in scenes? I didn't notice. Uh, I saw him credited. I saw him in the credits. I did not see him in the movie, he but I did read through the entire credits for. He should have been the, the cameos in the Falcon for old times' sake. That would have been fun. He's in the movie somewhere. I'm uh, sure. He, I'm sure. I just missed it. Uh, uh, Warwick Davis is in the movie. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Uh, so yeah, like. Uh, and then they go off. They go to the they go to the desert planet, the Bonnaroo planet, where they're all having. Uh, <laughs> they go to Bonnaroo. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're having a once in a Douglas Adams oh. amount of years. They said <laughs> yes. the Douglas Adams number. Yeah, they they said every forty two years this thing happens. Mm-hmm. What you know, it's fine and I, it, it's cool. To, I I always well, you like when keep the universe is separate. I like when a Star Wars movie shows. Very few Star Wars things show art being made in star wars you know like there's always a little music and stuff but in this mm-hmm. there's like a puppet show going on yeah and that sort of thing which i like there I were always, children yeah I, I enjoy that uh little pig little they were look like tapers yeah and they meet billy d williams and they and god he, bless him yeah who's great again a treasure and he sends them on a hunt for some MacGuffin. God, that chase scene is so dumb. I just remembered they had <laughs> tank speeders. Yes, they had treads on their speeders. With, in a world of repulsor yeah. lift, 
technology. Well, because if they didn't have uh, treads, then they wouldn't be able to launch the jetpack guys into the, the air. Tr- Hold on, I don't know if the viewers at home, the listeners at home, got this one. The the tread speeders yeah. have hydraulic lifts <laughs> on the tuckus to like an in like in a get smart kind of yes, it's, comedic it's, spy movie way. Yeah. There's an ejector seat that launches jet a jetpack trooper overhead. Yeah. Man, it's just like a it's a it's a very noisy chase. Witness <laughs> is it, it was a little a little Mad Maxy, which is fine. I like Mad Max. More people should be trying to emulate Mad Max. <laughs> I always am saying that. I'm always saying play the Mad Max video game. Uh, yeah, and definitely you'll understand it's where fun. I'm coming from. More things should be Mad Maxified. <laughs> Uh, and they, uh, they go, they fall into, like, a quicksand pit that leads into, oh, this is, that's, okay, another moment that is completely inexplicable in this entire fucking movie. Uh, so, as they're in the quicksand pit, as they're getting sucked under the quicksand, Finn shouts to Which way to bring back quicksand. Yeah, it was was cool. Black quicksand. Oh, man, quicksand has, I haven't. I like it. I just think it's up I mean, to us to be the generation that scares the next generation about quicksand. I will say. Because I had Princess Bride when I was a kid, <laughs> and I remember holding my breath. See, if I could hold my breath as long as Carrie Elwes did. There was also a quicksand sequence in Force, Force Awakens, Awakens as well. <laughs> JJ. I'm out here exposing JJ's quicksand fetishes. Uh, He's like, ooh, you can't breathe in there. But as they're getting sucked under, <laughs> as they're getting sucked under... Finn shouts out to Ray. Ray, Ray, I have something I, important I, to tell you. I've never told you. <laughs> like, this isn't an opportune moment, but seeing as this may be our last chance at uh, a moment for a deep exchange, yeah, they, I have this to say to you. Right. And at that very moment, they get they get sucked under, and then they reunite back in the cave. And she asks what he said, and he doesn't tell her. And Poe makes a big deal out. He of was going to say he's gay. And and then Poe brings it up again later in the movie. Uh-huh. What were you going to say to Ray? And Finn brushes it off. And then the movie ends. Forgets about <laughs> the movie ends. The movie forgets <laughs> that it made this whole thing. This was a multi-referenced plot point. It seemed like it was going to be a plot point in the movie. I think some of they it's made- on the. Cutting room floor. I guess, but like that's so sloppy. <laughs> like they ref now if they he just said it and then they never reference it again or whatever, mm-hmm. then it's like okay, that's sloppier, but whatever. But they reference it twice and then never actually reveal what it was he wanted to say to her, which is bad writing, mm-hmm. just bad writing. Uh. And this might be a good time to bring up how dirty they did our good friend uh, uh, Rose Trico. Oh boy, that was the that was one of the early things that really Rose uh, Trico had to stay behind it. She had to stay behind at base. She didn't get to go on the secret mission. Maybe ten lines. Yeah, at least. Like in this entire movie, has no agency. Has nothing whatsoever to do. Uh, ha- doesn't get a hero moment. Every other fucking character in the 
gets a hero moment. Even Billy Lord helps somebody walk back from a crash site. Yeah. She is basically as big of a character in this movie as Dominic Monaghan or Greg Grunberg. Who are stunt casting as good luck charms for J.J. Abrams. And, like, I like Don, Dominic, Dominic Monaghan. Dominic Monaghan has was, the most piercing eyes. It's fun to see. I, I like seeing it. It's fun. I like to know that Dominic Monaghan has got terrible the, haircut decisions, he, but he, he wears really, them well. He really does. He always is doing that. It's really Have bad. you seen his TV show where he touches scary animals? No. He's got weird outback hair in that also. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense when you're au naturel. Yeah. I mean, he's not... I mean, the animals are naked. <laughs> Sorry. But, like, it was nice. I You know, I like... I liked, uh, that he got to like play around in the X-Wing. That's whenever there's those kinds. I always like those kinds of stunt casting in Star Wars, you know? Mm-hmm. Like uh, in Last Jedi, uh, Ryan's buddy Noah Segan is an X-Wing pilot. In that yeah, movie. and JGL does a voice in it. Yeah. JGL and Noah Segan are in every one of Ryan Johnson's movies. Yeah, and so, you know. Uh, 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 Joseph Gordon Levitt is on the radio, I guess, in Knives Out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I think I actually or the TV or something. Yeah. I read uh, it in the trivia, but uh, yeah, Rose Tico. Gets, I've been saying Tico. It was, sorry. no. It's it. It really, really bummed me out that how little she had to do. It Remember to give me- her her hazy and smelt uh, pendant, but not to give her lines or a subplot <laughs> or a character to play. And also, like they, she doesn't kiss. They don't kiss. She and she and Finn don't kiss. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like she, uh, they get he gives her like a pat on the back. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what is this? They exchange a couple glances, but the romance in this movie is extremely fucked up. It's like just it's a little confused. And, and uh, if you weren't sure what you're going to do, don't do anything. Yeah. Romance is hard to do in a movie, sure, because you don't have enough time to build up a, rele- a believable. Fine. But they, you know, they're they're kind of together now, and she had such a great arc. They went on a they went on a duo adventure in Last Jedi, and a far superior kissed. film, and then she saves his life, sort of. She saves they, his life. I mean, she endangers her life and his life, and also they both live. Right, and she saves us. She makes a decision that saves their both their lives. I think she's she's being stupid, but oh she, no, I think that's good. I'm a hero, stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then saves his life, and then then uh, then they kiss in like a we saved the day. Yeah, there's kiss. And there's we're a big full of emotions and adrenaline, and you know maybe there's something, but also well, like but, there's also Ray who. He's kind of been little kid following around the whole all of. But that's he's crushing on because he's like the first free girl he ever meets right. after being a stormtrooper. But that's what and she's very pretty and inspirational, and she's a Jedi, and he likes to use a lightsaber sometimes when she lets him. Like, look, I get it, and like I, but what I love so much about the Last Jedi. Again, a movie that we're not talking about today. No, we're uh, not. This is not a podcast <laughs> about the better movie. Uh, but Star like, Wars Episode Eight. Last what's so Jedi. great is that that it, it that's kind of his story is realizing that he didn't really have feelings for Ray. He just is a fr- he, she's his friend, and uh, he. Oh no, we're good. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, okay, I was hoping we wouldn't have to edit, but we'll you can edit that. Edit. You can edit that out. Sorry to derail. No, it's fine. I just wanted. I, I saw I went to sleep, so I just wanted no, to totally. be sure. But we good. We good. We good. Yeah. Uh, Where was we? But uh, yeah, Rose. Uh, it's just very disappointing that there was no uh, real uh, character there. That was an extreme bummer to me. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the people that harass other people online. You're the you're yeah, the real MVPs of this. You're the ones That's that did like, this. Honestly, like you, you know, assholes. I'm trying not to be too pessimistic, but like it really does feel like he was so. Nervous. JJ about did a JJ did a, a, sh- a shout out to the haters in the movie at yeah. one point that I remember, uh, where he did they did something obvious and be like, "Now that's the way it's done" or something. Do you remember? What oh, I'm talking I think about? I know what you're. Oh, mm, well, there was the moment where Luke caught Force Ghost Luke mm-hmm. caught the lightsaber. It's right, like, that's, that's what no I'm talking way, about. That's no way to treat yes. a Jedi's weapon. Right. Or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. Right. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That was like one of my favorite... <laughs> Look, if you don't understand why Luke... <laughs> Threw the his lightsaber we, over his back we, in Last okay. Jedi. Then you hold on. Let me just finish. No, yeah. Then you need to go back and watch Empire Strikes Back yes. and see what yes. an impish Absolutely. person Yoda is when you are off on your own being a hermit. You get crabby and weird. And the point <laughs> of the uh, mentor wizard, he's, you gotta refuse the call. Yes. And then the eager trainee. Yeah. Uh, through their earnestness, convinces you to train it's them. A, it's, it's a, a story. It's, it's how a, you make a movie. Well, and moreover, it's a classic kung fu thing. It's classic I, kung fu master. It, I will not train you. I will never train I'll again. I'll never train you. I'll and, never train again and, because and, the incident that happened with the, my last trainee. Right, exactly. But the persistent student proves him wrong. Like, it's a, it's just such fundamental classic storytelling. <laughs> I can't. We are not. Taught, we cannot relitigate. So at the, the end of the day, I... there's. So at the end of the day, there's going to be people that like this movie because they like the J.J. Abrams kinds of movies, and but we're coming at it from story, story, yeah, story, like, story. And so there's things that are really going to resonate with well, us, and also coming at it, and from... things that are just going to fall by the wayside the, for me. The only reason I am able to as get... pretty, but that they just don't stick. Yeah. The only thing I'm able to, the only reason I'm able to get so worked up about about this, is that I truly believe that Star Wars ha- is important and good and important, good and important, and an important piece of our culture, and has the potential to be a platform for telling stories that need to be told. Mm-hmm. And that, w- it, to me, is what the message of The Last Jedi was in the end. It came like, to me in a very important time in my life when it, when I needed hope and I'd been feeling beaten down. And it's, um, it's inspiring. Yeah. And t- to me, to take... To take those things and uh, to out of some sense of appealing to uh, hardcore fans, or I don't even know, 
to... The fans who talk the loudest. Yeah, the loudest and worst part of the Star Wars fan base to... to I'm out here just trying to groove on a good story, y'all. To appease that section of the fan base at the expense of uh, of the of using JJ has he's he made a Star Wars he made two Star Wars movies he had the opportunity do you know how rare of an opportunity that is uh it, it's uh <laughs> and well out of all the movies ever made like 10 of them have been Star <laughs> yeah, Wars yeah exactly and like he got two swings at, and four at the of plate. them were made by the same guy two at bats uh, and like, well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, Lawrence Kasdan. I said four of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, four of them were made yeah. by George Lucas. I can't count. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's late. It is extremely late. But like, uh, yeah, I, I just, this didn't feel like. What's the message of this movie? Like, it there is no. Message. The message is a good time was had by all, and the good guys won. And don't forget to come back for episodes ten through twelve. These, there's, they're not. Well, they are because there are some things that are. They need to leave the episodes alone. Unresolved. There are some things that are unresolved. Like what? Um, I'm genuinely curious. Okay. It feels like. At like, the end of the movie, she makes a very curious decision after kissing her arch enemy. Who, well, she dies in his arms and he dies in her arms. <laughs> they both die in each other's arms. Which, if if you think it couldn't get more maudlin than the way Game of Thrones ended, yeah, when they try and kill as many people in each other's arms, then she takes his name. Yeah, but not because. Of him, no, because but of... because of the parental figures of Luke and Leia, right. Which was... who, Leia who has had secret what? Jedi training like, and then has been training Jesus. her in the interim it, as a Jedi. We've really brushed it o- over that. I mean, we mentioned it a little bit, but that that there's a whole flashback sequence to uh, Luke and Leia, and they do the Grand Moff Tarkin face, the Leia face. Yeah, they, they have I a, thought Luke looked pretty good. He did, but also you see them in darkness for like a second. Each. And Mark Hamill's got a Mark Hamill's got a weird face. He does always had a weird face. He he, he did. He, he's extremely pretty in the first Star Wars, though. Yeah, uh, he's a California he, he was boy. A very pretty boy. A little California boy. Uh, it, he's still a good looking man. I don't want to. You know, he had tragic things happen to him. But, uh, you know, like, I I don't necessarily hate her taking the Skywalker name. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like, had that been earned as a, as a narrative device, then it, it, that, I don't have any sort of philosophical problems mm-hmm. with that. Uh, it just kind of, it honestly just kind of felt like that it was only there to justify the name rise of, of Skywalker. the movie <laughs> and uh yeah i liked it better when emperor palpatine pushed him down the hole and said now witness the fall of skywalker yeah. and i was like okay <laughs> so she uh, so she does that and uh there's a bunch of shenanigans oh they go to carrie russell planet we should talk about carrie russell Carrie Russell's great. I like it, I like her, and I like her little her little friend whose name I keep forgetting. Uh, uh Buff Targus. <laughs> what? what Beef is... tacos. <laughs> Burp tummy. Keep going. Frick 
Bobby. You were actually Bobby, very close. Bobby uh, Frickhouse. Babu Frick. Babu. Was it Babu? Babu. No, Baba? Babu. Babu. Uh, Babu. I like that guy. Babu Frick. He was, he was, he was cool. Won all our hearts. Uh, Baby Yoda, Babu Frick 2020. <laughs> uh, Babu Frick and Carrie Russell plays uh, Zori, I think her name was, or something. Uh, uh, she had a Rocketeer helmet. <laughs> it had a battery pack on the back of it. And so uh, it looked kind of like the Xenomorph head. It was uh, literally the Rocketeer, like the, but, the, the, yeah. the copper swoop. Yeah. Um, Which I like. Is she a Mandalorian or not? Nah? No. I don't think so. That's not Mandalorian armor, is it? She never takes off her helmet. No. She, but she shows but them she papers. Shows her, yeah, she shows them Carrie Russell papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we talk about how much how pretty people are. But they're, I, we're their movies. I people are pretty. So, I'm so ugly, and Carrie Russell is so beautiful. You're not ugly. Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> I was so fishing right there, and you fell for my trap. Uh, you are my grandchild, and I have brought you here yeah. on my puppet. I did machine. enjoy Poe failing to flirt with her. I thought that was fun. Uh, I think he successfully flirted with her. He successfully flirted. He's playing but the long he, game, baby. But like both times, he gets turned down. Like at the in that scene, and then at the very end when she shows back up. Yeah, the goal of flirting is just not to lose. No, it's it, it's it's fun though. <laughs> I like flirting in Star Wars. I'm always a fan. Yeah, you got to have some of that, but um, yeah, they go to that planet. Well, yeah, they go to that, and then after that, that's C three PO can't say curse words. Oh yeah, that's that's another. There's so much. I feel like that's just a decision Anthony Daniels made on set, and they had to rewrite the script. <laughs> I can't say this. I will not say these words. Well, like, it's all just an excuse to go on to the next place. Like, it doesn't feel like none of the... None it's of the, a race against time, none of the and plot yet they feel like organic. they have enough time and no time. It, I did not have a sense of them being in a real rush. But Emperor Palp, there's a I mean, like, spy. They're in a rush because they're like trying to Emperor get stuff Palpatine done. Emperor but... Palpatine says, "In 16 hours, I'm going to unleash 1,000 star destroyers, one for each planet that says no, <laughs> and this will be my final order 66." I will say another thing I did enjoy. Final order 66? No, I didn't care about that at all. <laughs> Look, it ends. They, they, they kill all the Skywalkers finally. Well, they blow up all the triangles. I wanted to say I liked the the image of all of the Star Destroyers. It was cool. Yeah. It, it would make a nice wallpaper. Of just like have, <laughs> on, on my computer. Yeah. It's like I can rotate like through my wallpaper. various Star Wars wallpapers yeah. I already have. Uh, but like, yeah, the you know, they're, they're basically just Death Stars, though. They they blow up a planet. It they, looked cool. Well, they gave them, they gave them all... They gave them all Death Star guns. All penises. Yeah, they did all have little, little, little dicks. They're little horse wieners <laughs> hanging out underneath. Little, little, little glowing red lipsticks. <laughs> I hate to be like that, but everything is everything is a penis or everything's not a penis. <laughs> uh, I try, what are the other big... Um, oh, well, okay. There's also... So they go to the, the moon of... Indoor, but not the, the one that you're thinking. Uh-uh, of. They, I w- that they was... go to the moon from Interstellar, where you get old fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they go to the wave planet. That mm-hmm. I, that was where I was expecting them to meet Ewoks uh... when they were talking about going back to Indoor. 
But uh, no, instead they meet a bunch of other former stormtroopers mm-hmm. who defected. On horseback. Yeah, which they don't really, they, they kind of don't really dig into too much. They, Finn has a nice little scene with uh, one of the, uh, Jara, was that her name? Jana? Jana? Jahar, Jafar, no, Jarana. I, I think it's Jana. Jan, Jaren. Jana or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, very slippery movie. I thought she was winning. Yeah, she, again, like, the very cast, charming. the cast is all very good. I got no beef with the cast. Not much for her to do. No. Def- see, okay. Except take Rose Tico's yeah, place, take, which is an take, extremely weird and... Inexplicably take Rose Tico's place and be one of the loose threads for the next movie when she and, uh, uh, finally free of the Skywalkers, our new trio goes on to find the next trio and the next one. They're not free of the Skywalkers. She's a Skywalker now. Yeah, but, I mean, Leia and Luke and Anakin and... They're all finally dead. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. Sure. I'm happy that they're all dead. I'm fine, yeah, like... Yeah. Disney achieved their objective of killing off the old ones... <laughs> And bringing in new ones that they can control with their weird MGM contracts, yeah. RKO contracts for multi for five picture deals. I don't think, and they can get them while they're young. I think those three just have three movies. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I don't read too much about contract stuff. They'll extend you. They'll but extend you until you're fifty and you're still having to do the workouts. They, they better. They they better not make an episode ten very quickly. Well, they, they said they're gonna be taking a break after this. They fucking better. They're taking a break. Because Star Wars isn't like Marvel. like, And that's the thing that I think I, that worries me the most about certain recent Star Wars movies is mm. you can't run Star Wars like Marvel. You can't do a Star Wars every year either. You definitely can't do a Star Wars every year. Uh, and you definitely can't, like, uh, I, this is an opinion that I would see on Twitter a lot over the last few months that I hate. I hate this. I hate Twitter. I don't know anything about Twitter. I hate Twitter. And I don't have I, social media. And I media. hate these, this opinion, which Humble is bag. they want – there's a, a, a number of people who talk about wanting someone, a guiding hand, to have planned out beat for beat, story beat for story beat, what the story of this trilogy would have been from the start. Mm-hmm. And that is not – how Star Wars is made. It's just not. It never has been. You make one movie at a time. You hope that you make a good movie. When it was, Uh the only time that it was, really, is the prequels. And those suck. The bad movies. But the original trilogy, they they didn't plan that shit out. George Lucas had a bunch of (laughs) crazy bullshit in his head Mm -hmm. that he thought might happen. But like, you know, he had the secret sauce and knowing the right amounts. Leia of Leia makes out with Luke at the beginning of Empire yeah, Strikes baby. Back, and that's the one where he learns that Vader's his father. So, like, that's kind of the seat of the pants storytelling that they're dealing with in the original trilogy. They're filming as they're writing the script, but that's what makes you know. But that's good. You want that. Mm-hmm. You want to see what other people are doing with the material. And what kind of fun threads there are to pick up on in the later installments. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, Empire left some things hanging. Like Han and Kryptonite and Luke missing his hand and all that stuff. And honestly, if you wanted that, then there's nobody you should be more excited about than famous Bible writer J.J. Abrams. 
Yeah, I mean, like he, it. This does feel whether like, they keep to his Bible that he definitely wrote or not. You know. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know, and I try. You know, I don't want to. At like, the end of the day, the behind the scenes shenanigans don't matter. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to like armchair armchair direct this thing too much, but like. I, I mean, I'm glad that Colin Trevorrow wasn't behind in the chair. I will say that I can't even imagine what this would have been like if Colin Trevorrow actually directed this thing. It would have been a nightmare. In a just world, how does Colin Trevorrow happen? Uh, how do you sleep at night? It doesn't. In a just world, it doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't happen. Like that's, that's how that works. Uh, never get to. He would make safety not guaranteed, and everyone would go, "Oh, that's a piece of shit." Uh, we're to, not letting you make any more movies. You ever get to make a spaceships and a dinosaurs, and then and, and and then someone lets you keep making movies? And he is just, and also just be a fucking out and out misogynist. I hate Colin Trevorrow. Uh, I didn't know that about him. I just didn't like. Yeah, his he's movies. a he's a he's a bad person. Uh, well, cool, he's a cool, bad cool, cool, person cool, cool, and cool, a bad cool. director. And I'm glad that he has nothing to do with Star Wars except get a story credit <laughs> on this movie. That what is legally obligated? Yeah, exactly. By he the was, WGA. Yeah. That's how this Which, shit works. Fine. Okay. I don't care if he makes money off of this movie. I don't give a fuck. As long as he's not directing it, it's fine. Uh huh. But like. God damn. Yeah, it would have been worse with him. I will say that. JJ at least, you know, he he ended the he movie. Had, he did he got end you it. from point A to point B. Like, well, I mean, that's the thing is like yeah, like if I say the like the end points that we arrive at, this is the similar problem that uh, speaking of you mentioned Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. it's a similar problem that I had with the ending of Game of Thrones, which is the actual end points that we arrive at are perfectly fine. I've I've got nothing really against. I think Bran you know, the Broken. The yeah, King. like like Kylo Ren sacrificing himself to save Rey's life. Like on paper, on paper, this is these are good end points for this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, had you built up to them dramatically. Uh, but like that, and Poe becomes leader of the resistance. Yeah, Poe finally cementing his place as leader, along with Finn. I like the whole general. Holy, the general general line is very fun. They have a fun little repartee. Oh, they're so Uh, fun together. It's a great cast. They finally got to go on an adventure together. Too bad, too bad Rose couldn't come. Yeah, unfortunately, no girls allowed except for Ray and C three (laughs) PO and C three PO, who is canon female. But, like, uh, and then, like, you know, and, like, again, like I said, like, I don't necessarily in, in, on paper have a problem with her taking the Skywalker name and ending on Tatooine at Luke's farm with her looking into the sunset makes, and burying it makes sense. The lightsaber. Burying the lightsaber, one of which we had no idea existed. It's so until. important to JJ, and I just found out about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's really into the lightsabers. Uh, the whole, you know, maybe if, like, Leia's lightsaber had been, you know, uh, set up at any point earlier in the trilogy, for- that might have, like... I forgot about it until she squirreled it out of her asshole there in the middle of that fight. Yeah. Well, that was, like, yeah. Uh, I was really expecting her to have some, like, dual lightsabers. Stuff. Well, she does the scissors. She does. That's how she defeats 
Palpatine. Well, that's a callback <laughs> to episode three right, when know. Anakin Scissor kills Darth Tyrannus, oh, see, no, Count Dooku. I was looking at it as a callback to... And he says, do it! Episode three where... Uh, Mace Windu reflects the lightning back. It does reflect the lightning back, and, and he gets old. Yeah, it turns his forehead into butt cheeks. You, you and... get, you get, you get. See the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, I don't, and then that's what that's what defeats Palpatine. This is on hubris again. But, well, you uh, know, the Force lightning is weak to but, lightsabers. But, it's a classic rock paper scissors because we've seen it happen before. But I will say, like, oh, my only yeah, weakness on paper, I don't have any problem with these endpoints. But same with Game of Thrones, he just did not do the work to get us to those endpoints organically. Mm-hmm. They don't, re- they don't feel earned because there wasn't any time spent. On any of these, the beats. whole galaxy shows up in their boats to fight, like it's yeah. Dunkirk. That's fine. I mean, like, yeah, it's. I don't. How there were so many. There were a lot of ships. I think John Williams was in one of those. I. And there uh, were so <laughs> many bad guy ships. Oh, poor Greg Grunberg. Snap Wexley dies. That was. I did. We laugh hardly at, knew ye. I laughed out loud in the theater. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> Uh, because Oscar Isaac got so upset about Snap Wexley. Yeah, go back to being a cop on Heroes, uh, Greg Grunberg. <laughs> uh, what was the? I mean, I'm trying to like we're brushed. There's the whole thing. He shoots the... so much lightning into the sky. I'm just trying to talk oh, about wow, the, that the scale thing of was this so thing. Ridiculous. They, JJ knows this is the last one, and he wants to go so so big and with it, and it goes so big in so many confusing ways. Yeah, secret planet full of ships all of a sudden, and you're all gonna die in twelve hours, sixteen hours. Sure. Uh, yeah, and like, there's the I did one. Oh, we should talk about Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford uncredited surprise appearance. Spoiler warning. I was happy to see him. I think that that is... I mean, it makes sense to show him. And, like, you know, it's mentioned in the past that he's been haunting him, and it makes sense that he would be haunted by that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Adam Driver acts acts the hell out of that scene. He He acts the hell out of everything they hand him. I mean, yeah, he's he's a fucking terrific actor. He doesn't... um watch himself ever no he doesn't he gets did you hear about the fresh air he gets severe anxiety um which i understand i told i i totally get that Uh, people should be understanding about that Mm -hmm. i would get i would get so in my head about like self-conscious about my performance and i would be overly analytical and i would i would get the yips and ruin myself I will say, what's specifically so annoying about that Fresh Air thing is that he had already, on a previous Fresh Air, told Terry Gross about his problems with anxiety when it comes to viewing his performances, and they still played it for him, which is very frustrating Mm -hmm. and not respectful of people's mental health problems. Anyway, uh, he's a tremendous actor. If people ask you, then (laughs) just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, I feel like he does a lot with very little in this movie. Uh, it feels like they don't really know what to do with him for most of this film. Yeah, I mean, his 
he acts it really well, but his sudden switch of allegiance yeah. is really forced. His, all of his stuff where he's when he is a good guy and he's coming to the rescue is fun. I enjoy seeing him play that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like where he's like has to do the daring jump and like how it's harder than it you know used to be and like mm-hmm. he's really playing like not being used to doing I'm not the good right at thing. doing the light yeah, side which, stuff which is you know a, speaking of Avatar the Last Airbender did that whole arc perfectly man uh, if you want a redemption arc mm, Zuko yeah. Zuko and on Last Airbender is like the platonic ideal of that arc and uh, this kind of rushes like the, through like that the arc. classic Vegeta. I'm gonna punch you till you be my best friend. It's, yeah, it's a classic anime uh, trope, but like God, Airbender's so good. It is. It really is. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, if you want a movie about a chosen one that's got general movie. If you want, if you want a television series <laughs> with no live action film adaptations None at all. that have ever been made, it's, it does with not exist. A really great story about a chosen one with generations of knowledge hidden inside of them that give you advice on how to act. Watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. Fucking tremendous. Are you going to see this movie again in theaters? In theaters, you have a list. Yeah, I probably will. So because I have a list, a list. If you don't use it, you are wasting money. Yeah, I will probably see it at least. You gonna go in three D or anything? We saw it in nah, we saw it in IMAX two D at the IMAX State Museum. It seems too noisy. A theater I used to work at, the largest screen in the state of Indiana. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's a fucking great IMAX screen. Um, you, it's like an old. See the thing. Like, I think they've updated to the laser system, so that it might have been a digital IMAX. It was probably, but it's still a giant screen. It's yeah. not like the smaller IMAX screen. Uh, no, it looked great. Uh, I, I just, it's so, you thought it's you so, said it was very loud. It's so loud. Well, was it visually loud? It's visually loud. Like that's the thing. Like at busy. the very, that was my very first busy. comment at the very end. Is it was like so loud. This is an extremely loud movie, and it's not like just the volume. It is just like the amount of noise be like on screen and being thrown at you at any given time. It just does it feels it's kinda like the Steven Spielberg nineteen forty one problem mm. where he uh he made this movie and he screened it for audiences and the audiences kept complaining that the movie was too loud and he's like, Well I mixed it at the same volume as all my other movies. It shouldn't be any louder but the thing is, there's just no quiet moments in 1941. Mm. It's just a, a noisy mess. And that's kind of what... Th- there's no very few quiet moments in this movie. And uh, Until the very end. you got to... Who's that old lady? Do you know who that old lady was movie, supposed to be? She's credited as Tatooine Elder. Okay. Um, so just a random person. She's just supposed to be a person on Tatooine. She's just a person there to ask Ray what her name is. So many fucking people ask Ray what her last just, name is. That was is. just passing by in the desert uh, by an abandoned, uh, torched, uh, former crime scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a, a house of murder. Mm. That was probably what the local legend would be for that place. Oh yeah, that's probably the place... haunted by force ghosts. Like <laughs> that's the place where we force found those two force ghosts. We found those two bright red skeletons there 30, 50 years ago. Remember oh, that? Man, do you remember when I thought Palpatine was going to be an evil force ghost that was haunting the second Death Star and how much that I would, would like been, to live in that world? That would have been better. You could have made like 
you know, like once a season, it you get a spooky great, Doctor but... Who episode, and you get to have a <laughs> scary one. Yeah, we would make that one. <sighs> Let me make a Star War. I know what Star Wars is about, and these Jokers don't. I mean, I'm... it's not about where you come from. It's about what you do with what you're given. Yeah, and choosing to do the right thing with your friends. Yes, together. And like against it, impossible odds, this movie does pay lip service to that, but it doesn't play it out dramatically. Lip very service, well. not yeah. It's it, it it in the end they end up ignoring many of their friends, and it's just very frustrating. I don't know. I feel like I'm at my wits. I, I, is there anything else that we've like missed? Like, I feel bad the, now because I feel like we've been we've complaining missed? the whole time. I mean, you know, but I've, this well, this was promised as an off the cuff conversation about our thoughts following These the film. These are literally, yeah, we have just I can't seen help movie. my thoughts following the film. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I had a good time watching it, but it, uh, I, I feel like um, spoiling there... a little bit in the, in, in, after the fact, just that there are things that I wanted and now it's written in stone. Yeah. And I don't want to be a crab apple about it that this is No, but we're you know, we're kind of taking on the role of critic here. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for us mm-hmm. to kind of put on our critic caps. But like I are there any big moments that you wanted to talk about that we kinda of haven't touched on so far? I'm trying to uh, think about Ray has oh. healing powers. Uh oh yeah, the the healing powers are a big deal. Uh, uh Richard E. Grant Richard E. Grant is great. Uh, is really having fun as a as an imperial officer, mm-hmm. chewing uh, it up, and he kills they, my homeboy. Yeah, that weasel. Hugs. I gotta say, for as much as I didn't give Hugs. a shit about General Hugs in Force Awakens, I really loved his dynamic with Kylo Ren in Last Jedi, and I was really hoping to see more. You of play that. more off of that, and you got a and little we, taste of it in the beginning, I, how good it could we be. Didn't he, really get he's trying to put it, he put him in his place, and he's like, "I'm gonna shut the fuck up over there." Like, <laughs> I don't need you. I'm gonna slam this. What you watch this other dude? I'll put yeah. this other dude up here. I'll slam him on the wall. But like, yeah, like. Richard E. Grant's great, and like, mm. there's this whole thing where where Hux is like, a, it, he turns out to be the spy or whatever, and you know that's fine. I it was you know I didn't hate it, but it just it did seem like a waste of Hux. They felt like they did him a little dirty. So did this feel like Star Wars to you? I mean, I don't want to be a, a a complete negative name. I mean mm. it. It felt like bad Star Wars, you know. Yeah, there's sense? good Star Wars and there's bad Star Wars. It's sort of, you get you get every other one yeah. now. The only the only Disney movie that has not felt like even bad Star Wars to me is Solo. That doesn't even feel like normal. Like that. Just to me, Solo has no identity. It's that the Solo is missing um, all a soul. Yeah, (laughs) it is a completely soulless piece of product. There's an ineffable thing that makes something Star Wars, and it's a thousand little things. It's how you light. It's how you set decorate. It's who you. It's how you act. Yeah, and it's having a like an affection for you don't have to have a jedi in something for me to enjoy it no i will never you'll never ever hear me say 
that Star Wars has to have a Jedi mm-hmm. or has to have any one element of Star Wars or a Skywalker. I'm the, over Skywalkers. One, oh my god, I'm so over that. That was one of the better things about fucking Last Jedi. Uh, but like, I, one of the beautiful things about Star Wars is that it is capable of being so many things. Mm-hmm. It can be uh, many things to many different people. Uh, this to me is Star Wars is a container yeah Star Wars Wars is a a container Mm -hmm. but this just to me it's a box of toys it's a box of memories I just it feels like you know at the very end of the at the end of the day I can just say that I feel like this whole Disney Star Wars series Mm -hmm. has given us The Last Jedi and uh, that is about the best thing that you could ask for from this endeavor is one beautiful piece of art. Mm-hmm. Like that was more than I was expecting out of any of these movies. And so to have at least one that just, it, it transcends even being a great movie or a great star Wars movie becomes like a great masterpiece work of art mm-hmm. is like a, it's a great achievement to have and makes all of this worth it. And you know, I don't nec- I don't particularly like this movie. I'll revisit it on home video for sure. I definitely will watch it when it comes out on home video. I'll probably watch it one more time in theaters mm-hmm. just to kind of cement the details in my mind a little more because it's very slippery like Bad Star Wars is. Uh, the details kind of slip out of my head. But, you know... Uh, it's a fun romp. You don't mind so much. Sure. Like, it, it will. It's not like I, you know, I didn't hate watching it. I didn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable watching it except during any scene where they talked about Ray's lineage. Uh, and yeah. That, that re- was, that was the only part that really, 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 really gotcha. Really pissed me off. And it really, it really compounds with a lot of things and it's the sort of decision you can't walk away from. Well, and it's the, fo- it is the foundational idea of the movie. And, and then you're sort of like retroactively making the whole thing about the twin helix of these two families yeah, fighting whole, for generations this now. Whole idea, yeah. The, and the, like it, it just for, the one little bit of narrative fun you get of oh this time he this family's the good guy and this family's the bad guy yeah, and isn't yeah, that guess, funny that yeah. the good guy has the bad guy's last name just for that little narrative conceit you you you, you throw out a lot of problematic things you in there you lose you lose so much along mm-hmm. the way to get to that i don't know i don't know i'm kind of at a loss and I'm, I'm out I wish of... that I liked it more. I wish I, I truly did. I truly wish I liked it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I think I will watch it again. And there's enough fun stuff and visually interesting things to power me through rewatching it. But I don't know. It's it's pretty like if it's we sh- we we really shouldn't rank the star wars but we're going to okay here i go zero out of (laughs) ten poe and finn don't kiss zero out of ten chewy and maz kanata don't kiss zero out of ten uh kylo and uh, general hugs don't kiss that would be great um but no i'm talking about like ranking in the order of all star wars films oh 
So uh, you can think about it. I'm ready to go. Okay, you hit me. I'm ready to go. If we shouldn't, we shouldn't include Rise of Skywalker because it's not very fair because we've both only seen it it's once. So and fresh. It's both. It's very fresh and very raw. Very slippery but, at the same time. But we're still going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number one with a bullet, Star Wars, the original. Oh. The original Star Wars mm-hmm. is an unparalleled. Like it to me, it is a, a truly bizarre film, and it is one of the weirdest things in American history that it became the enormous smash hit that it did. Because when you watch Star Wars, if you Wars, can watch it in a vacuum, if you can, especially if you can find the theatrical cut, which is available in high definition online, uh, there are ways to find it. Uh, it's worth seeking out. Uh, it is such a beautifully bizarre film, and it's so idiosyncratic and uh, self-contained and so much fun and funny and just... It's a work of love. It's just a really... like just It's a, a work of passion. It's everything that big-budget pop filmmaking is capable of doing, and it's really wonderful. It's an amalgamation, a condensation of all the things that he loved and what yes. brings him to the movies, and it's a, a mega movie. It's really... And it's, uh, it's just... And it's so... F- Something about it just keys into our subconscious and just opens up all of these worlds of possibility. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget watching it as a child and like having this world unfold before me. Uh, so, uh, so that's the first one, okay. the first Star Wars. Uh, number two, tied almost is the Last Jedi, which mm-hmm. is as we have said multiple times on this podcast, a ten out of ten perfect masterpiece, a beautiful film. Uh, and one of the most important films of the last decade, especially one of the most important big-budget studio films of the last decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Empire Strikes Back. Number four, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Number five, uh, The Phantom Menace. You put that above Rogue One? Number six, Rogue One. <laughs> Rogue, Rogue One has some extremely serious uh, story issues. It has some extremely seriously cool stuff in it it has i ha, it has a lot of stuff that i really like ben mendelson ben mads mickelson yeah but also but like ben mendelson mads mickelson forrest whitaker forrest <laughs> whitaker is so wasted in this movie saw guerrera is so much bullshit i could they, talk for an hour about how much saw guerrera is bullshit he's wasted and so is mads mickelson and like there and the i would say the first half of that movie is pretty solid mm-hmm. and then after jetta uh, explodes, it completely falls apart narratively, and nothing about it makes any sense. That's usually about how far I make it before <clears throat> I stop. It's the only good... I mean, everything... There's, like, good action beats and stuff that come mm-hmm. after that, but it none of it matters, like, story-wise, and all of the character sacrifices are so weightless, and it's really a disappointment. So you got Phantom Menace, so which Phantom is a Menace, bad movie. We it is just a, watched it. It is oh a very God. bad and boring movie, but that is also directed and written by George Lucas. It's the most expensive uh, independent film ever made, and it's just fucking fascinating. Independently pi- financed, just, he just decided. It is just. I want to make another one. It's very, very interesting. It's it's we like it's interesting for the reason we find a lot That's of movies the same, interesting. Yeah. 
and it's the same with uh, you know and i and that is a a credit that i extend to the other prequels mm-hmm. so after rogue one that's their auteur works exactly after rogue one uh i will say attack of the clones then revenge of the sith you'd really put sith last huh you wouldn't put attack of the clones last no, Sith is last. Uh, oh no, Sith is Sith is the worst prequel. This uh, is a hill that I will die on. All right, people well, prepare f- to die. I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna knock mine out. Real people, fast. people will fight. Uh, have fought me on this, but it Revenge of the Sith is a nightmare of a it's film. It's a bad movie. It but... is a mess. It makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. Wow. It has no story. Neither of these children are graduating. They're both super seniors. They're I mean, both failures. Yeah, these are all failures. These are all basically on the same level. Then after Revenge of the Sith, then I say Rise of Skywalker. And then after Rise of Skywalker, which I think is a better made film, but I cannot in good conscience put a George Lucas film at the last. Mm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Because even his worst movies Sears? have more ideas mm. and more going for them than uh, than that. Mm-hmm. And as I, you know, I hate because I because I love the cast and I don't, you know, it's tough. You want to talk about how good Attack the Block is? You don't, you? I, I love Attack the Block, mm-hmm. but uh, how good Ex Machina is? Look, I love all of these actors. Mm-hmm. I and I, I may not. I may enjoy watching Rise of Skywalker more than Revenge of the Sith, and time will tell on that. That's something where I have to rewatch it because I liked Revenge of the Sith when it, I mean I was a teenager, but like when Re- Revenge of the Sith came out, we both loved it. I remember. I wasn't as jaded then. Uh, and yeah, like it. At least a George Lucas film. It's. Uh, going to be an interesting you know he's got a lot of ideas if it's dumb at least it's earnest and dumb and also I mean and you know this is kind of like fanboy bullshit he makes kids like, movies baby well, and this is like kind of fanboy bullshit but like he, he created Star Wars so he kind of he doesn't get to be you at can't the, say it's bad it's he, his he doesn't get to be at the bottom of the list <laughs> I'm sorry and then at the very bottom of the list is Solo which is barely a Star Wars movie mm. what about you okay okay let me hear it uh, Last Jedi, number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Above Star Wars. I just like that movie a it's lot. It's a fucking fantastic... I'm not going to debate you on that. It's yeah. a fucking fantastic film. Uh, Empire. Oh, okay. Star Wars. Okay. What puts uh, Empire above Star Wars for you? I don't know. I, I mean, just, I just love fanta- watching Empire. Empire is a great movie. I love Empire. A lot of the way I rank <laughs> things is about number of times watched. Yeah. Uh, Empire is just so many classic movie moments hell yeah it's just stacked full of moments luke plus wampa luke and han all the yoda stuff is so much fun yoda is great my dad's the bad guy yeah holy shit it's great i mean it it definitely is the only is the 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 helms deep (laughs) of the original trilogy yeah Oh man, I mean, that like, battle is so fucking real and good, and they lose at the end. It is, it's really incredible. And you know, I'm a grown goth boy, <laughs> and that I just love my my bad guys in movies. Yeah. And Darth Vader is at the height of his uh, being the best bad guy in film so, history. Darth Vader is so good in that movie. 
right. He's the best villain ever. He's so cool. He's uh, so, so his presence. And he's such an asshole too. I love it. He's a bad person. He just, he just kills all of his underlings to his coworkers. It's so funny. His coworkers hate him. Uh, That's I, something Last Jedi, a far superior film, also got right. His yeah, coworkers hate Kylo Ren. Exactly. They avoid him in the fucking hallways. Uh, so good. Let's talk more about uh, movies we like next time. Next time we hang out, let's talk more about. Did movies I forget we the like. rank of Force Awakens in there? I forgot yes, to you put forgot the, to put Force Awakens in there. I'll put the Force Awakens above uh, the Phantom Menace. Okay, so that's really all nice. right. Okay, and I and I will say that I put I put a New Hope above Empire. Two movies that I love, mm-hmm. but to me, I like that a New Hope is its own self-contained thing. Plus, it's, it's new. Mm-hmm. The the yeah the the problem with Empire is it depends entirely it improves as you become more invested in Star Wars but it is entirely uncontained it bleeds in the beginning you get right into it it bleeds at the end you uh, yeah. you leave off very uncertain about the future you're holding yeah. your raw hand a, nub yeah there's you a lot know? of there's a lot of a lot of loose ends touching your new fingies together it, it doesn't really have a full ending. Mm-hmm. It, it it does leave a lot open. That's but the it's only still a scratch. Great film. Yeah, it's still a great, great movie. So then, then Star Wars. Then Star Wars. Uh, only the nineteen ninety seven special edition, please and thank you. Yummy! It's like craft dinner. That's a joke. I'm okay, sorry. Good, it was just good. a joke. <laughs> but you know, like how sometimes you want to just eat like bad mac and cheese instead of good mac and sure. cheese. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. I grew up with those VHS Look, tapes. I- yeah, I never owned the special edition. I did, but... and there's like 20 minutes of Rick McCallum at the beginning telling you about how they fixed everything at the beginning of every oh, one. Rick. And I would watch it every time. Yeah, I mean, of course. I like Actually, I might have owned the Empire special edition. I had three-pack? Uh, no, but because I, I had just gotten the THX special, pre-special editions, mm. uh, where it was like the black box set uh-huh. with like the half-heads. You remember that yes. VHS box mm-hmm. set? Fucking classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Star uh, Wars. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, Return. Totally. Force Awakens. Sure. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Uh, Phantom. Revenge. Clones. Revenge over clones. Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. Uh, fuck. Fuck, I forgot the... Uh, <laughs> There's so man, many now. Man, fuck those standalone so side many films. Now. That shit isn't Star Wars. <laughs> Neither of them shits is Star Wars. Yeah. Them shits is filler. Solo is such a drag. You don't... I, you don't have to fill in the gaps and cracks. No. Just tell a story when there's an interesting story just, to be told. Just tell a story in Star Wars world. Yeah. Without yeah. any other characters. That you know, that's what I want from Ryan Johnson's trilogy. What it's so exciting about the future of of well, like what I like. I mean, I'm a big Disney fan. What I liked about the acquisition and the new trilogy announcements was I thought you know would be more new yeah instead largely it has been more of you liked this last time or hey remember this or you know isn't this still cool right it has been very tied to the originals Mm -hmm. Uh, i was hoping that we would it's 
so much potential for anything to happen in there. Anything yeah. can happen. Uh, Give me a now chance. there's not. Give me a chance. Now there's not more potential. <laughs> well, yeah, there is. You got Mandalorian on TV right now. Yes, Baby there is. Yoda also out there healing the yeah, sick. Baby, baby Yoda. The sick, the poor. Give me your yearning masses. Baby Yoda is very cool. I really wish that I could be as hyped on the Mandalorian as everybody else. Just seems watch to be. episode seven. I but is I mean I just don't think that that's going to be enough. To, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. Do you want I, me to spoil it for you? Me spoil it a little really bit. Care. You're getting the band back together, baby. What do you mean? We're getting the band together, baby. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's like, um, like he goes to all the planets and gets the people we met, and then oh, we're okay. gonna go fight the bad guys. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's like Blues Brothers. I've got no real problem with the Mandalorian. It just hasn't really ever hooked me. Um, I have been. S- unfortunately souring on it ever since i have made the realization that that's not pedro pascal in that suit you don't think so no it's not you think it's just a voice there's he only does voice oh there's two stunt there's two stunt actors one for martial arts and one for body acting (laughs) and they have different sizes they're slightly different sized i mean like i figured that there would be stunt actors for doing stunts and stuff but like really i don't even know if he's on set that is extremely weird and disappointing. He's not in that Why suit. would you do that? Uh, uh, voice acting is easy. You can do it in pajama pants. Yeah, but like... I'm but wearing then, a sweatshirt right now. But then he would get to wear the Mandalorian armor. That seems like the whole... Like, the appeal of taking that role. That's what, Jack, <laughs> that's what Jackie said to me, and I think this is important to say, is when you get into acting, there are certain things that when you grew up you got into acting to do and one of those would be to portray an awesome bounty hunter in a suit of armor yeah. with a spaceship with a baby force sensitive green be really child cool. i would be bummed that i didn't get to be in that suit like wearing the suit is all of that it i me. will say another thing like as much as i didn't really care about this as a plot point mm-hmm. it i was happy that daisy ridley got to sit in the x-wing and fly the x-wing she looks so cute in luke's she, helmet she looked really good and luke was, finally got to lift it they played and that just they goes, played the little yoga dagobah yeah. thing when he finally lifts the yes, x-wing yeah. out of there and that was like maybe my favorite moment <laughs> but like i those are the kinds of things that I like where it's like I enjoy it for I'm happy for the actors that they get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, the little smirk on his face made it all worse. Yeah, like it. I'm happy for Daisy Ridley that she got to sit in the X Wing with the helmet on and everything. Oh yeah. That's cool. Uh plot wise it you know, it it was whatever, but like, yeah. Uh The Mandalorian. That's a bummer. I, I didn't even think about that. I thought for sure that that was him in the suit acting. Then yeah, that is a real like then uh i don't know <laughs> that show it's fine well it's don't not, worry it's we've got the this. obi-wan yeah. series after this yeah so well, we can watch you mcgregor ta- i've talked to you about my feelings about the obi-wan series that we can't go into on the podcast too much because i kind of want to make a star wars movie someday we're running a little long and uh, I, I don't yeah i surely don't want to spoil your what is legitimately a good idea thank for you, a star wars so movie I, and, also, and there's also the the other one as well 
Uh, well, we can talk about that. Is like. it the one about uh, that's my idea about following a struggling band in Star Wars world? I would fucking love that. Are yeah. you kidding Flying me? Flying from planet to planet for gigs, just struggling to get by and, you know. Following Sai si- si- Snoodles around? <laughs> or Max Rebo? Well, I'd want the music to be good, but. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the Max Rebo band. Yeah, okay, yeah. As I said, good. So, yes, obviously Max Rebo yeah, would be and, there. And, he would and be they're, involved. They're, they're just traveling out of the. Traveling around the galaxy playing jizz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. Which, which, as it's we all know. It's in the morning. You can't say the style of music <laughs> where you play those weird clarinets by uh, with the tubes on them yeah. by those weird play, play, guys. Playing jizz. It's called Slitherhorn. That's the name of the instrument, by wow, the way. Wow. Good job, dork. Thank you. <laughs> all right. We got to fucking wrap this up. Slitherhorn. Uh, final thoughts. Chorus. What, what do you, how you feel? How you feeling? I feel great. I've gotten out everything I wanted to say. Yeah, pretty um, much. Injustice is real, and we don't need it in our movies. Everyone should be allowed to use the Force. Hashtag free the Force. Yeah. Uh, I wish I'd liked this movie more. I wish JJ hadn't taken uh, the route that he took with it. But uh, I am happy to have these actors. I'm happy that we got a, a truly great film out of this whole deal. And I look forward to seeing them in other things in I their lo- careers. Yeah, absolutely. Richard E. Grant is having a resurgence sure, in his yeah, career. I, 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 and I love to see him in whatever he does. And John Boyega is a fucking movie star. I hated Domhnall Gleeson until these movies. I still am not a particular fan of him, but I love Janelle Hux. I just don't get why he gets to be in things. It's really very strange. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why him, though? Because almost any time that he's cast, except as General Hux, I'm like, well, but, like, in, literally anyone else could could play that part. <laughs> you could stand up like one of those mannequin girlfriends of Will Smith's and I'm Legend. Be, I don't want to rag on Donald. All right, well, he's going uh, to block you on Twitter now. Adam Driver is great. Adam Driver is one of the greatest actors of this generation. He truly and it is. a pleasure every time I get to see him I'm on so screen. I'm so happy every time. And Oscar Isaac is a babe. Oscar total, Isaac. Total fucking babe. Just the killer casting. Oscar Isaac, Daisy also Ridley, one of the greatest actors of this generation. Daisy Ridley has one of the best smiles uh, in Hollywood. She is... Um, an extreme ingenue. Yes, she. I and really, a badass. Like I, she's really good at the action scenes too. Like I love her so lo- much. She's got a great movie. smile. I hope. I hope she goes on to really do. She did cool the stuff. fight choreography really well. Way too much wire work for me. Way yeah. too much wire foo. I really loved the more grounded, inventive, creative fighting in Last Jedi, a far superior film to this one. <laughs> than the kind of like I'm going to do a. A, a hot dog style front flip yeah, over the, you. the prequel fighting. Like, but it, like Peter Pan wire yeah. fighting. No, I know. Like it's, the movie Hook, yeah. like I'm kind of, uh, Yeah, it's prequel I don't know. Fighting. It's not what the, I don't know. It is prequel fighting because Obi-Wan That's doesn't force do. jumping. All the fucking unnecessary flips and shit. That's uh, not how samurai <laughs> fights work. Samurai fights, it's like, you face off. It's an emo- It's a mental and psychological battle as yep. much as a, a physical one, and it's over fast. Yep. And these are sharp swords. They're very sharp. They they cut through everything. Uh, Kyber crystals. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, thank you as always. Uh, I think we're. I think we're wrapping up. Let's it, wrap it it's up. It's so late. We've let's been talking for two hours. <laughs> And we started talking at four AM. Uh yeah, we talked we we we've been we've been talked when we walked in the car. It's true. All the way home. 
thank you so much to Luke Ventress, you, my oh, co-host, for our theme song. Thank you for also for co-hosting these episodes. It's been, been so been much really fun, fun, and we're not quite done yet. I oh hope. no, we're we'll not see. done. We got more stuff coming down the line. We don't want to get too into specifics because everything is all in flux. But we got we got some fun stuff on the line. I'm just trying to say I'm down if you are. Hell yeah. I'm having so much fun. Me I too. will always talk Star Wars with you. Yeah. We could probably just do a Star Wars cast. Uh, and yeah. Uh, Did you thank Jorge? I, I was about to thank Jorge. Thank right. you thank you so much to Jorge Riverwell for our artwork. Uh, you can find the podcast on uh, social media at Phenom. You can find me on Twitter at Heider Heider. It doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? I'm barely tweeting anymore. I am so sick of literally everyone and everything do you have over a, you have over a thousand you're just saying that because it's 6 a.m uh olivia doesn't mean that this is her interpreter this is her emotional 6 a.m interpreter uh-huh. she loves you twitter uh and yeah and thank you all for listening and thank uh, you for making it this far yeah i'm interested to hear what you think uh because um I'm so I'm so divided. There's so many things that offend me, and so many things that are like X wings. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'll always like a good Star Wars beep and bloop. It ranks low, but every Star Wars at least has its pod racing scene. It's true. Uh, except for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, neither of which have Attack a, of the Clones a has the Coruscant scene. chase scene where they that chase is, Sam Wessel. Like it's it looks like shit, but it's a it's a fine. Sequence. It did not age well. No. Uh, and yeah, and thank you guys so much, and may the force be with you. Always.